Thanks for joining us for A Moment with Jesus, a 30-minute contemplative devotional moment designed to help you cultivate everyday connection with God. We hope this short half hour will give you some breathing room in your day to connect with Jesus. The devotionals are designed so that you'd only need to bring yourself and your preferred way to listen. But if there's anything else you'd like to gather before we begin, now is the time. Maybe a Bible, a journal, something to write with, or anything else you think might help you connect with Jesus during this time. Let's get started. Today is day 11 in the Gospel of Luke series. Take a moment and allow your heart and mind to begin to rest. Let us begin in prayer. Jesus, prepare our hearts to hear your words. Fill us with your joy. Fill us with your peace. Help us put down anything that might distract us from hearing you. May your words help us know you more. May we find our hope in you. Lead and guide us by your Holy Spirit in our inner being. The Gospel of Luke, chapter 11. Now Jesus was praying in a certain place, and when he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray as John taught his disciples. And he said to them, When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, for we ourselves forgive everyone who is indebted to us, and lead us not into temptation. And he said to them, Which of you who has a friend will go to him at midnight and say to him, Friend, lend me three loaves, for a friend of mine has arrived on a journey, and I have nothing to set before him. And he will answer from within, Do not bother me. The door is now shut, and my children are with me in bed. I cannot get up and give you anything. I tell you, though, you will not get up and give him anything because he is his friend. Yet, because of his impotence, he will rise and give him whatever he needs. And I tell you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds. 
and the one who knocks, it will be opened. What father among you, if his son asks for a fish, will instead of a fish give him a serpent? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Now he was casting out a demon that was mute. When the demon had gone out, the mute man spoke, and the people marveled. But some of them said, He cast out demons by Beelzebub, the prince of demons. While others, to test him, kept seeking from him a sign from heaven. But he, knowing their thoughts, said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself is a laid waste, and a divided household falls. And if Satan also is divided against himself, how will his kingdom stand? For you say that I cast out demons by Beelzebub. And if I cast out demons by Beelzebub, by whom do your sons cast them out? Therefore, they will be your judges. But if it is by the finger of God that I cast out demons, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. When a strong man, fully armed, guards his own palace, his goods are safe. But when one stronger than he attacks him and overcomes him, he takes away his armor in which he trusted and divides his spoil. Whoever is not with me is against me, and whoever does not gather with me scatters. When the unclean spirit has gone out of a person, it passes through waterless places seeking rest. In finding none, it says, I will return to my house from which I came. And when it comes, it finds the house swept and put in order. Then it goes and brings seven other spirits more evil than itself, and they enter and dwell there. And the last state of that person is worse than the first. As he said these things, a woman in the crowd raised her voice and said to him, Blessed is the womb that bore you, and the breast at which you nursed. But he said, Blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and keep it. When the crowds were increasing, he began to say, This generation is an evil generation. It seeks for a sign, but no sign will be given to it except the sign of Jonah. For as Jonah became a sign to the people of Nineveh, so will the Son of Man be to this generation. The Queen of the South will rise up at the judgment with the men of this generation and condemn them. For she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon, and behold, Something greater than Solomon is here. The men of Nineveh will rise up at the judgment with this generation and condemn it. For they repented at the preaching of Jonah. And behold, something greater than Jonah is here.
No one, after lighting a lamp, puts it in a cellar or under a basket, but on a stand, so that those who enter may see the light. Your eye is the lamp of your body. When your eye is healthy, your whole body is full of light. But when it is bad, your body is full of darkness. Therefore, be careful lest the light in you be darkness. If then your whole body is full of light, having no part dark, it will be wholly bright, as when a lamp with its rays gives you light. While Jesus was speaking, a Pharisee asked him to dine with him. So he went in and reclined at table. The Pharisee was astonished to see that he did not first wash before dinner. And the Lord said to him, Now you Pharisees cleanse the outside of the cup and of the dish, but inside you are full of greed and wickedness. You fools! Did not he who made the outside make the inside also? But give as alms those things that are within, and behold, everything is clean for you. Woe to you, Pharisees, for you tithe mint and rue and every herb, and neglect justice and the love of God. These you ought to have done without neglecting the others. Woe to you, Pharisees, for you love the best seat in the synagogues and greetings in the marketplaces. Woe to you, for you are like unmarked graves, and people walk over them without knowing it. One of the lawyers answered him, Teacher, in saying these things, you insult us also. And he said, Woe to you, lawyers also, for you load people with burdens hard to bear, and you yourselves do not touch the burdens with one of your fingers. Woe to you, for you build the tombs of the prophets whom your fathers killed. So you are witnesses and you consent to the deeds of your fathers, for they killed them, and you build their tombs. Therefore also the wisdom of God said, I will send them prophets and apostles, some of whom they will kill and persecute, so that the blood of all prophets shed from the foundation of the world may be charged against this generation. From the blood of Abel to the blood of Zechariah, who perished between the altar and the sanctuary. Yes, I tell you, it will be required of this generation. Woe to you, lawyers, for you have taken away the key of knowledge. You did not enter yourselves, and you hindered those who were entering. And as he went away from there, the scribes and the Pharisees began to press him hard to provoke him to speak about many things, lying in wait for him to catch him in something he might say. As we have heard, 
and reflected on the words of Jesus today. What did you notice? What would you like to talk with Jesus about? Do you have any questions you want to ask him? Is there anything you want to make note of and look up more information about later? Take some time and talk to Jesus about what you noticed today. today is that Jesus' disciples ask him to teach them to pray. And this is a time we see Jesus answer very directly. Take some time and talk with Jesus. What is prayer like for you? What stands out to you about the words Jesus gives his disciples to pray? Have a conversation with God about whatever might be surfacing in this area.
today's passage, we see that Jesus is invited into a Pharisee's home. Have you been noticing how often Jesus eats with people? Lots of different kinds of people. And today, Jesus is continuing to expand the views of what it means to be a part of the kingdom of God. The Pharisees were religious leaders at the time. And yet, with them too, we see Jesus coming in and interrupting their ways of living as well. Is there anything surprising to you about Jesus' message to the Pharisees? What does it mean to clean the inside so that the outside may be clean as well? Is there an invitation towards your life from this passage? Speak to Jesus about whatever might be surfacing. that we have reflected on today's passage a bit. Let us now move into a time of intentional prayer. In this first movement of prayer, let's use the words Jesus gave his disciples to pray. If you feel comfortable, 
Pray those words out loud. Sit with these words. Notice if anything surfaces. passage we hear Jesus say blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it take some time now and pray for yourself pray for your community pray for believers around the world for those words to be true that we would be people who hear the word of God and keep it.
as we continue on. Let us pray now. In the spirit of our reflection on Jesus' time with the Pharisees. What is on the inside? Jesus is reminding us again about our heart posture. That it's not about how good we can look or how many religious points we think we can gain. Take some time now and pray that you would allow Jesus to clean you from the inside out. experience a life of grace and joy and freedom as you allow Jesus in. sensing that there is more to talk with Jesus about today. Just press pause and continue on in your conversation. But if you are ready to close and head into whatever may be next, let us end together in prayer. Jesus, help us be people of prayer. 
help us to pray like you taught your disciples to pray. And teach us to ask with boldness. Jesus, clean us from the inside out. Make the things in our hearts. What is in our hearts that you want to make new, Jesus? May we be humble in our ways. And as we go into whatever comes next today, may we remain attentive to you in your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen.